My name's Steve Marvel, and this is the Crucial Survival Podcast. Statistics are super dangerous, um, particularly in the press, but we're not going to talk about that today. Um, but yeah, they say oh, there's lies, damn lies in statistics, but that's largely associated with things being made up. What I'm talking about is when generalized statistics are interpreted as something that is important to you. Um, and it's not necessarily the case. Let's talk about the statistics associated with wilderness deaths. Um, the top four reasons we die in the wilderness are trauma, particularly falling, avalanche, which accounts for something like 15%, um, heart attack, oh, I can't remember, heart attack, drowning, that's the one, drowning. 10% uh, of people drown in the wilderness. As an aside, uh, did you know, from an RNLI perspective, lifeboat perspective, that around the coast, 50%, almost exactly 50% of the people that die on the, around the coast had no intention of being in the water at all. And therein lies um, the beginning of some RNLI stats, actually. I'll go back to the um, wilderness in a moment. The RNLI stats have a significant number of contributions from the Midlands because there are a significant number of deaths around the coast associated with tourists from thing people who are an inland. And you might think that's to do with the fact that they are rubbish at being on the coast. They don't understand the tide. They don't understand the weather. And they don't understand the sea. And that's not actually the case at all. The reason more people from inland die on the coast is because there are more people inland than there are on the coast. And we have a great deal of visitors from inland to the coast. So naturally, if everybody performs the same actions, if you like, then because there are more people from the inland, there'll be more inlanders die, which makes the statistics sound really weird that more people from inland die on the coast than from post people who down on the coast, uh, who live on the coast. Back to the wilderness. What have we got? We've got uh, trauma, mostly falls, avalanche, heart attack, and drowning as being the principal reasons uh, why you die in the wilderness. Um, and so that's a if you're going to die in the wilderness, 
have given that 15% of people die in, um, in avalanches. Does that avalanche statistic hold true? If, you, if you're going to die, if you've got a 15% chance of dying in an avalanche, if you're in the jungle, no. It makes the statistics just crazy. If you're going, if you don't swim in lakes or you don't kayak or you don't water ski or, or, or coast air, um, you don't do any of those things, you're going to have a lesser chance of dying in the water and drowning. And so, again, heart attack. The chances of you having a heart attack. Who is going to have a heart attack outdoors? It's unfit people, overweight people, and people who are older or people who are prone to heart attack. Heart attack, drowning, avalanches and falling. Yes, precautions need to be taken for falling. So what does that leave? This now leaves things like hypothermia, um, hypothermia, getting too hot. Um, basic and Weirdly, there is statistic for being lost. I guess that just means they didn't come back and we don't know. But there is also an unknown, an unknown, which presumably is that you could find them dead, but we didn't know what it was. So that's weird. And so, yeah, he stroked. And then, yeah, 1.4% snowmobiling accident. Bizarre. And so if you look at yourself and you are fit and healthy and you are not a kayaker or someone that goes swimming or spends a prolonged amount of time in the wilderness near the water or you wear crap shoes, then you are not going to have an avalanche death, snowmobiling death. Um, yeah, there's all on unknowns, but they're only skinny, skinny little statistics. Um, and if you're fitting well, you're not going to have a heart attack, so you're not going to be drowning. You're not going to be in avalanche. So, yes, now we are concerning ourselves with hypothermia, things like that. And... So when you've got that little 5%, people go, oh, you've got other things to worry about. It's not actually now we've got to worry about hypothermia and things like that. Statistics, very, very dangerous to interpret. Um, and so, yeah, be careful out there. Don't underplay the things that go into survival training where people go, oh, you must uh, deal with hypothermia. It's really, really important to not think because the statistics say there's nothing to it. Um, but that's not true. So, yes, 
There are lies, damn lies, statistics, but these aren't damn lies. These are real statistics. I'm going to tell you a funny one. What do you think the chances of dying after a cardiac arrest outside of a hospital is? It's less, it's less than 10%, even with a um, defibrillator. Actually, with a defib, it's not important. Um, it's less than 10%. However, in a hospital, it's more like 25%. What the hell does that mean? Does that mean if you're going to have a cardiac arrest, have it in the car park because you're going to have more chance of dying on the inside of the hospital? No, of course it's not. The reason you have more chance, not you, the reason the percentage of people dying is high in a hospital is because there's more poorly people in a hospital. So the set of people on which the statistics are based are already on the way to, and they are at risk of heart attack. They're saying they're poorly, they're old, they've had an injury. Hard, sorry, cardiac arrest. Um, so yeah, thinking, think about statistics. I'm um, gonna do a thing about risk soon which is another statistics-based thing, um, which uh, a lot of people, um, it's difficult to get your head, head around, but it's really, really important. And so, in summary, even though the statistics are small for associated with uh, some of the deaths which we learn about, dehydration, uh, hypothermia, etc. We still have to learn about them because we can wipe off a great deal of the other statistics because we are not at risk of heart attack. We are not necessarily swimming in a lake or kayaking. Um, and we're not going to be in an avalanche. So keep in mind that and make sure you learn your medical skills for everything. Catch you later.